stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, we talked about this case before, and I, I think we need to revisit it. We got a decision today. It's a 2-1 decision, so the uh, Alberta Court of Appeal was not unanimous, but a 2-1 to decision. The Alberta Court of Appeal has rejected Suncor's appeal uh, of a previous uh, decision to impose an injunction on random drug and alcohol testing at Suncor Energy Sites up in northeastern Alberta. Court says, quote, we are not persuaded of any reviewable error in the chamber judge's exercise of discretion. So this case has been going on for more than five years between Suncor and Unifor. It was all sparked, obviously, by Suncor announcing that it was going to impose random drug and alcohol testing. The union pushed back, said it was a violation of the rights, uh, workers' rights and privacy. And, well, here we are. I don't know that this is necessarily the final word, but uh, joining us for the latest, uh, please to welcome to the program, Ken Smith, president of Unifor Local 707A. Ken, welcome to the program. Thank you. Uh, so how important was this decision today? It was very important. Uh, it's uh, very important not just to, to my members, but to, to workers everywhere that uh, the courts are, are upholding the decision that workers' rights are important, that the dignity and respect of workers are important, and that just because we we work in particular industry doesn't mean that we have less rights than other Canadian citizens. So this upholds the injunction. So the injunction, essentially, as I understand it, that was was to stop Suncor from doing this until this could all be sorted out in court. So th- th- it it doesn't. It's not an argument against Suncor's case necessarily, but it prevents them from doing this until this is all finished. Absolutely. Okay. So where, where's, where are things at then with regard to the legality of the policy itself? The case right now is waiting in queue for a decision on whether or not the Supreme Court will hear our case. That is where we have applied. We expect a decision from, from that organization uh, hopefully within the month. And if we are not accepted at Supreme Court level, we've already started the procedure of, of going back through the arbitration uh, process, an arbitration that we were already successful in uh, because of the appeals, we were put back to the arbitrators for uh, various reasons. Uh, we, the decision was quashed, but nobody has, nobody has reversed the decision. Nobody has said that random testing is okay. As a matter of fact, the only person to rule on that has, has been the arbitrator, and he ruled that Random testing in this case was not okay. Uh, the the two decisions that the appeals that went against us when Suncor appealed and we appealed that was that the person did not the arbitrator did not uh, consider all the evidence. Not that the decision was wrong. The decision could be exactly the same after looking at the other evidence. So nobody has said that random testing is okay. Is this something the Supreme Court is going to have to, to weigh in on, in your view? Yes, uh, we believe it is It is a definite uh, case for the Supreme Court. It, it has uh, ramifications far, far reaching just our work site. It, it's going to affect workers across Canada. Uh, with the, uh, when this started, the uh, legalization of marijuana was not 
on the horizon, but we know that that is, that is a, another reality that's going to take place right. that only adds emphasis and, and the importance to this case and even a sense of urgency that we that this be heard and decided on before before that legislation takes place and it it will only complicate matters further uh, if we don't have clear direction from from the the highest court in in the land on what we should do let me give you a chance to address this side of it, because it was something noted by the dissenting judge today. It says Suncor's concerns about substance abuse are not just hypothetical, and he points to positive drug tests uh, or even instances where security officers have found fake urine and urine tampering devices. So how is the company supposed to address those kinds of issues? A lot of those cases were, were a long ways back, uh, many years ago, uh, some of the things that they were citing in in their case, we have seen a steady increase in uh, in improvements. Most of those uh, cases they referred to were regarding contractors on our site, not the members represented by Unifor. Uh, and that's one of the reasons that the case was was sent back to arbitration is that. Uh, the original judge did not weigh the evidence concerning contractors. Uh, our grievance was for our members. And uh, so that's, when we hear all of these, all of these, uh, uh, about all of these cases and findings, it makes it, it makes it sound uh, like a, a problem that is bigger than anywhere else. We have many of, many, many more instances of very similar cases that happen on our highways. Yet drivers are not subjected to random testing on our highways. Uh, there are drug busts along the highways. Uh, there are uh, drunk driving, drug driving. There, there's uh, many offenses on the highways, many, many times the, uh, the uh, ratio that would happen on a work site. Yet in that very dangerous environment uh, on our highways across the country, Nobody is subjected to random drug testing. Why should a worker, especially a worker that, that has a, a long history of absolutely no instances, be pulled off his equipment and sent for this very degrading process? Uh, how can that be justified? A, a person that has given decades of service to a company, trouble-free, uh, well-known to the company, hopefully well-respected, uh, then just because the luck of a draw has got to forfeit all his rights as a Canadian citizen and subject himself or herself to a, a very degrading process. Uh, it, it just makes no sense. It does not add to the, to the uh, safety culture on the site because the chances of you being pulled is, in our case, it's one in 5,000 that you'd be pulled any, at any one time. It's not as though you're guaranteed to be pulled during the year or during a 10-year period because every day the names are all entered into the draw and it's a 1 in 5,000 chance that your name will be pulled on any given day. The, the probability of, of detecting something with that very low percentage is, is, is negligible. And we have much better process in front of us. We do a lot of drug testing on this site. After every incident, no matter how minor, there's drug tests are done. Uh, if, if any supervisor or manager has concerns that a person may be exhibiting uh, behavior or uh, 
or maybe there's a, an odor of alcohol or drugs on a person, they can ask for a test with cause, and that, that test will take place. So the random one doesn't add anything. It, it only puts people in a, uh, in, a, in a state of mind of uh, fearfulness that they will be pulled in and, and subjected to this, uh, this process where you're treated as a criminal. You are not permitted to leave, not permitted to drink or eat, or even to take medication. And we do have cases uh, where a person was suffering from diabetic shock and was denied access to his medication because he had to complete the screening process first. That was more important than, than taking his medication to, to remain healthy. So if this happened to the general public on our highways, there would be a, a huge outcry well, right but, across Canada. Yeah, but can we, we may be going in that direction. The federal government is pushing for random breathalyzer tests. Up until now, that, that wasn't allowed, but we may get that. So we may, in fact, be at that point fairly soon. Only, I don't believe they're talking about randoms. They're talking about testing random stops and then testing with cause if they detect any... Uh, no, they would, it's talking about eliminating the, the suspicion that police could demand a breath sample from any driver that they pull over. They, they don't need, they wouldn't need that that's suspicion that they, they currently have to have. They're not there yet, and I don't believe they will get there because it is, it is a basic violation of your human rights and your bodily integrity to, uh, to give up samples for no cause. Well, I'll be interested to see. I suspect that probably will be challenged. Um, let me give you a chance to address this, too, because this came from, from the, um, the majority judges here. And uh, I find it interesting because they say it is therefore conceivable that some union employees would be forced to comply with multiple tests even within the same month. I mean, how, I mean, how would that end up happening? Because if, if your name is drawn today and you go for the testing process, it just goes tomorrow back morning, in. morning, your name goes back in, and you could, you have a 1 in 5,000 chance of being drawn again tomorrow. It's like flipping a coin and having it coming up heads Interesting. 10 times in a row. The probability of coming up heads next time is 50%. So what's the next step here? Well, uh, like I say, we're anxiously awaiting. We're, we're really hopeful that our case will go to Supreme Court route because that would put a, uh, a period at the end of this very long sentence. If not, it could be a very long road again back to arbitration. Uh, we're five years plus into that uh, process now, yeah. and hoping that it's not another five years that, that we go through this. It's uh, It's been an ordeal, and uh, it, it has taken a lot of uh, time and energy that we could be spending doing other things uh, that would probably make the workplace much safer, but we've been, we've been tied up in this, in this process. All right. Well, Ken, appreciate you making some time for us here today. Thanks for this. I appreciate your uh, your interest in our story. Thank All right. You. Take care. That is Ken Smith, president of Unifor Local 707A. And that's the thing with that. I mean, look, they've got their position. The company's got their position. And they're putting it to the courts, right? So I, I guess if, if you like the idea of random drug testing, I, I, your issue is not necessarily with Ken, because if he were out to lunch, then the courts would, would easily say so. So this decision today just upholds the previous injunction. So it's, and again, the injunction is just to say, hang on a second. You guys can't start doing this until we sort out these legal issues. So it's sort of separate legal tracks where there's the challenge of the policy. And then there's the push for whether you have to wait for a final ruling before you can institute the policy.
So what do you make of this? 974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.